Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son. And he called his name Jesus. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Amen. What a beautiful, what a beautiful story. What a beautiful story. Good morning, and I'm excited you decided to join us this morning for our Christmas celebration. Um, having read the story, Vet read the story uh, in the beginning, and having seen, uh, watching the, watched this uh, m- uh, mini-movie uh, from the same passage, Matthew chapter 1, verse 18, and uh, verse 18 through 25, w- what an amazing story of hope. What an amazing story of hope for a family. And uh, the first Christmas, this family uh, needed to experience that hope that a lot of us are in need to experience every single day. Have you ever, have you ever, have you ever needed hope in your family? Have you ever gone through tough times? Rough times. Some of those times, that, 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 that it feels like you're not coming out. Out of the problems that you're going through. Have you ever need hope with your family? Have you ever experienced that before? In the time of the birth of Jesus, they were living challenging times. They were living through challenging times. The Roman government was oppressing them. God, God's people were not treated right. And they were experiencing tough times as a nation. Individually, they were experiencing tough times. And as a family, on the first Christmas, they were experiencing a very, very tough time. It it was crisis. They had a crisis. We can see it in our text. That even though it begins in verse 18 with the birth of Jesus... The very first thing that we see here in verse 18 and verse 19, we see a problem. That's the first thing that we see 
when we come to this portion of the scripture, we see a problem. This family had a huge problem that they had to deal with. The holy family. What does that tell you? We're all, you know, we all have problems. We all deal with things. We all deal with rough times in our lives. And so the holy family had a problem and they had to deal with it. The the most important thing in this passage, uh, what we're going to see this morning, it's not that they had a problem because we all have problems. We all experience tough times individually and as a family. I think the most important part in this story is how, how did they deal with the problem? How did they deal with it? Because how you deal with it, it depends on your relationship with God. Yeah, Joseph was having a tough time. Joseph wanted to give up. He didn't know what to think. He didn't know what exactly was going on. What was the problem? The problem is, according to verses 18... In, the, in verses 18 and 19, we, we see that uh, Joseph was already engaged with Mary. And then she's, all of a sudden, she's pregnant. And can you imagine as a man, your girlfriend, the one you're engaged with, all of a sudden she comes up and she tells you, by the way, I'm pregnant and it's of the Holy Spirit. How would you feel about that? Would it be easy for you to believe that? So the, the challenges that, that we're going through wasn't just the society and the Roman government and, and all of the other stuff that was going on around them was challenging to them as, a, as individuals, but as a family, they were going through a rough time right now. The, the problem here is that this young girl, Mary, was engaged with Joseph, the local carpenter, and, and she was pregnant. So she's not, complete, uh, she's not completely married yet. And, and Mary and Joseph live in Nazareth, small town southwest of the Sea of Galilee. H- have you ever lived in a small town before? And everybody knows you? Everybody knows what's going on and now everybody knows because Mary now is pregnant and she's starting to show. And now what are people talking about? In a small town, gossip is a big thing, right? And so now what are people talking about? Mary, up to this point, Mary had had a good testimony. She was a good girl. But Joseph was also a good man. He was such a good man that he didn't want to hurt Mary. But at the same time, he's struggling with this. So can you imagine the family problem they were having? Here is Mary saying, you know, know, I'm trusting you, Lord. For what's coming. But here is Joseph saying, what, 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 do I, what do I really need to do? How am I going to handle this situation? I don't want to hurt Mary. But at the same time, there's a child coming. She's pregnant and it's not of me. So they were dealing with a lot of issues at that moment. Emotional issues. Mental, me- mentally, I- I'm sure they were, they were struggling a lot. And before this moment, Mary's reputation must have been amazing. But now she's pregnant, and now she, she went viral in the town. She went viral. She's beginning to show now. The people are talking. Have they been unfaithful to God before they got married? Mary's situation went, went crazy. And in that culture, 
in the times where Jesus was born, in that culture, it wasn't easy to go through uh, to go through this kind of stuff because people would not accept that. It wouldn't be easy for them. Uh, you know, the, she was carrying a child out of wedlock. They had never been kind to people who did this before. So in verse 19, the Bible says that Joseph was having a hard time with what was going on. See, families have problems. Even at the birth of Jesus, we see this problem. But it's not that, the point is not that they had a problem. It's how were they going to handle, handle this problem and why were they going to handle it the way they were going to handle it. It says in verse 19 that Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace. He had in mind to divorce her quietly. I don't want to hurt Mary. I don't want to hurt Mary. So it says here that he was a good man. And he means that he was a righteous man. He really wanted to do the right thing. For him, the right thing was to cover up for Mary. Man, he was really in love with Mary. He didn't want to hurt her. So love plays a big part in how they were going to fix this problem. But there is a child. And I don't know whose it is. So, so he, his plan was to put her away and divorce her. He, he doesn't want to hurt her. So the first Christmas started with the problem. This was not a simple situation. And sometimes things can get complicated in families. Sometimes we struggle. Sometimes we have trials. And we go through these things together. Sometimes, I mean, have you ever had challenges as a family? How, how do you deal with that stuff? How do you deal with challenges? How do you deal with trials when you have trials? How do you do it as a family? In the midst of uncertainty, they understood God had a plan. Do you know that in every situation, in every challenge, in every trial that you go as a family, God always has a plan. God has a purpose. When we go through tough times, whether it's during Christmas or during any time during the year. God always has a plan. And if we are doing what God wants us to do, that doesn't mean we are not going to experience challenges. But we are going to submit to His will and we are going to understand that He has a better plan. That sometimes we don't, we don't understand exactly the plan. We don't understand what's coming and how He's going to fix the issues, the situations. There is always a purpose behind every trial. And so Joseph and Mary understood there is a purpose behind every trial. Behind these trials that we're going through, there is a purpose. We just have to trust in God. And so my question to you is, when you go through a rough time as a family, and you are doing the will of God, do you trust God has a purpose for that. Do you trust in God for the outcome of the situation that you're going through? How did Mary and Joseph manage uh, to defeat these challenges that were coming up to them? They understood three essential things for the family as they were going to face these challenges. Number one, they understood that God had a purpose. 
Do you know that the Bible says that God does not do, He doesn't do anything without a purpose. There is always a purpose behind everything God allows. And a lot of times God doesn't have to do the things. He just allows it to happen. It is just, and it, he allows it to happen in a natural way. But there is always a purpose behind the trials. She will give birth. Verse 21 says that she will give, a, she will give birth to a son. And, and you are to give him the name Jesus. There was a purpose. What was the purpose? Because he was going to be born to save, to save his people from, his, from their sins. There was a purpose behind that. And they as a family understood that. And so that helped them. That helped them to defeat the challenges in their life. There was, they didn't understand just the purpose, but they, they understood that it was important that they kept unity. The worst thing that a family can do when they're going through challenging times is to be divided. When you are divided, when you don't understand God's purpose behind the things that are going on, the things that you're going through, it's going to be easy for the enemy to destroy your life and your family. So they, they had unity. And in verse 24 it says that when Joseph woke up, he did exactly as the angel told him to do. And he went and took Mary. He took her home as his wife. So he understood. He obeyed Jesus. He obeyed God that Jesus was going to be born. And, 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 and he obeyed God because he understood the purpose. And he stayed with Mary through the whole thing. Through the challenging times. He stayed together with her. Why? Number three, because he loved her. See, the Bible says the love conquers all things. This is an amazing story of the birth of our Savior. But it's an amazing story of love, unity, purpose. Understanding that God has a purpose in everything He does and He allows. In every tough, challenging time, God has a plan. Individually and for families. Jesus came to give us a second chance. A new beginning. Hope for everyone in the families. I want you to notice one thing. That in verse 18, in verse 18 it says, This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. You, you know, the, the word birth in the Greek is the word Genesis. What does Genesis mean? Genesis means beginning. So when Jesus birthed, when he was born, it was the new beginning. It was a new opportunity. It was a new beginning where he was going to come. He was being born to be so he can die in our place and pay for my sins so I can have a new beginning. The Bible calls him, the Bible calls him our second Adam. The first Adam failed us. But the second Adam came and saved us. So he was going to be born at that moment. So he can give us a new beginning. A new beginning was coming. And a new beginning is available to each one of us. A new beginning is always available to your family. Just as he was given a new beginning to the family of Joseph and Mary. 
She will give a birth to a son, and you are to give in his name Jesus, and because he will save people from his sins, Emmanuel. So in the new beginning, Emmanuel is going to be with you. What does Emmanuel mean? The scripture says Emmanuel means God with us. So in other words, the birth of Jesus, the genesis of Jesus, the new beginning for mankind, is the hope for the families. And in that new opportunity, God is with us. Emmanuel. So Jesus is giving us a new opportunity, a new beginning, and He has promised to be with us until the end. There was a purpose behind his birth. Because he, was, he wants to save us from our sins. There was a purpose. And in that purpose, you and I are here today. With an opportunity that we can just praise God. And that we know that somebody was born. That child was born to pay for my sins. What am I going to do with that child? A lot of people, a lot of people celebrate Christmas in different ways. How do you celebrate Christmas? A lot of people celebrate Christmas. It's all about the gifts. It's all about the parties. It's all about the food. It's all about, it's all about everything. And, and you run from one place to another place trying to please people. You're running from one place to another place trying to buy gifts. I stopped by Costco this morning. They opened up at 8.30 this morning. And it was packed already when I stopped by. People are going crazy from one place to another place, buying and, and, and anxious about everything. But the day Jesus was born, while everybody was going crazy outside, He was in a stable, being born in a quiet place. And I can just imagine what Mary and Joseph have gone through. And now they're taking the time to meditate. And the reason and the purpose of, of why God was sending His only Son. So that that little baby, 33 years later, was going to die for you and me. So we can have the life. God wants us to have. So we can have the life that God is offering to us. There was a purpose. And so this Christmas, when you celebrate tonight, at the dinner table, don't forget to have a chair and invite Jesus to have dinner with you and your family. But most important, invite Jesus into your heart. That is the real reason of the season. There is no other reason. Everything is good. It's good if you buy gifts. It is good if you give gifts. It's good if you eat. I mean, so many tamales, I'm tamale out now. <laughs> I tell you. It's all good. We can celebrate. But let's not forget the reason... Why we celebrate? We celebrate because our Lord and Savior was born. So we can have a new beginning. So we can have a new 
Genesis. And in this new beginning that God has given us an opportunity to start all over again. Emmanuel. God is with us. We're not alone. Sometimes you might feel that way. But we're not alone. So remember, Jesus was born. So he can be born in your heart. What are you going to do with him this year? Are you going to ignore him? Or are you going to worship him? Father in heaven, we want to thank you this morning. Thank you so much, Lord, for... For allowing us to be here this morning. And reminding us... Of the reason... For the season. Hearing the children sing. Knowing that the mouths of children praise you Lord. That your birth had a purpose. You were born to save us from our sins. You were born so we can celebrate and celebrate big. But celebrate for the right reasons. So we can enjoy families. So we can enjoy other people. So we can enjoy worshiping you, Lord. So we want to praise you, God. And we want to thank you for the opportunity. And for the reminder. That we are here with only one main purpose. And it's to worship you for everything that you have done for us. Father, we also pray that all families will celebrate today and tomorrow with the right heart and thinking about you and the hope that we experience in you, Lord. It is in your Son's precious name. The one whose birth we celebrate, that we pray. Amen.